said we would start after 5.20, and here we are at 7.19. Listen, I have a good explanation. Okay. African time. Real. No, African that's time. real. It's a real, real thing. Deadass, I think it's like something that we're just born with mm-hmm. at this point. We have to explain. We have to explain African time. Um, um, do you know what that is? I'm from Alberta, so I don't really know anything African. I'm sorry. Well, African time is... There's this notion that showing up to an event on time is forbidden. You literally can't do it. If a barbecue starts at 3 o'clock, it is polite to show up at 6. 6. Okay. Maybe even 7. Just to, 6, just, 7. Just to get and the if same you side. think you're cool, show up at 10. You know what I'm saying? Okay. Because the barbecue actually won't start till like 7, even though they said start at 3. It's, yeah. it's sick. I recently went to an African wedding. They told me I should have listened, you know, but I'm thinking because there were a couple of white people coming. So I'm thinking, yo, maybe they're going to switch it up. Yeah, accommodate for them, right? (laughs) Nah, it wasn't the same. They said seven, right? Mm -hmm. I walk in empty, right? No, like empty, right? And then people start walking in. It's like 830. You know, people start keep walking. It's nine. 9 30, 10 is when they started the wedding. That's crazy. The wedding. And I ended up one, but like, it was a good wedding, but like, yeah, African time, I don't know. You have to lie to them. You have to actually (laughs) lie. Like, I don't know. Okay. So uh, we're talking about MAID in Canada, which is medical assistance in dying. And a little disclaimer, we're not professionals or psychiatrists. We're not. So we're just (laughs) not trying to take an exact stance or tell people how it should be like um, exercised. But we're just asking us to think about the power structures in place and who gets to decide who can be eligible for assistance in suicide. Oh, can I also add like none of us, at least in my knowledge, are chronically ill. And would Real, potentially you know. need made in the next 10 years. So yeah. I think that's important to acknowledge as well, just for not dying currently that I know of, at least. Yeah, so. sure. Mm-hmm. So well, first question is, is it a crime to kill someone or help someone die? Mm. That, that is a very good question. I feel like mm. we can take, I don't know, like, how would you react to being asked that question before knowing about made? Before knowing about made? Yeah. Well, I, I would say it probably is. In, in a sense, mm. because it depends how you value life, right? I feel like there's a lot of factors that factor into it, right? What's your religion, um, your tradition, and stuff like that. To take a life, usually in a lot of traditions or a lot of religions, it's seen not as, okay. Like, yeah, it's a sin. Killing the Bible. Exactly, right? So it depends how you look at it from that standpoint. But if you don't have any of those religious beliefs, and you're more so like, I'm my own person. Perfect, perfect. Right? And I then, feel like that's where we've come to in this Western part of the world, yeah. where there's a separation between like the church and state or whatever yeah. like just religion and the government yeah and you know in well to provide some pretext is that in 2015 they made an amendment where it's like okay now you can access uh made in canada and it was ironically because people it felt it violated like the rights where it's like you should have liberty over your own life mm. so i guess liberty over your own life gives you like the means to yeah. end it so yeah. I, I was just gonna add like i think it depends on the context for me if the person was like it was like, a mercy killing for example or if they were truly suffering and to like to live on would be more suffering than i think the death itself mm. then i think i would help them die or i would i think I don't know. The word to kill also seems more violent. Like it seems like I'm murdering them. But if I'm yeah, really like saying like not, killing somebody, like yeah, or like if they're bleeding out, they're gonna die anyway. Then it's like okay, sure. Oh, like, but I'll, like, I feel like I feel like an argument prof would tell you, mm-hmm. well, helping someone die and killing someone is hard to differentiate because mm-hmm. you said eventually going to die. We're yeah. all eventually going to die. Mm-hmm. Killing someone then would mean you're helping them die because eventually they would perish. That's true. But I guess like if the death is imminent, like if they're gonna die within like the next like 
for example, if they have ALS and they're going to die in the next like year. That's right. Okay. Yeah. 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 But then eventually they expanded it. And it's like, why would you expand a resource that's like taking lives? Yeah. And they expanded it to include those who have disabilities and mental illnesses. And what do we have to say about that? That is kind of crazy. Mm -hmm. That is kind of crazy because with disabilities, right? Um, A lot of people are born with some sort of disability, right? Mm -hmm. That they kind of have to live through throughout mm -hmm. right but some are more severe and mo some yeah, are more, more visible yeah than others. more severe than others but at the end of the day they still have to like live through it kind of mm -hmm. like go mm -hmm. through it right so for them to say like okay well since you're disabled right and you're not really living a normal life we can give you like another option to like end your life you know yeah. what i mean and in some religions and some traditions it's like that's seen as like completely wrong yeah. and i feel like them opening that up to them means they're indirectly saying that like being disabled is like a bad way to live, mm. right? And that you guys mm. just have the option to end your life because you guys are not living fulfilling lives, which is yeah. crazy. That, you know what I mean? That's insane yeah. to say. That's insane yeah, to say. I but know. I feel like when you put in legislation like that, it makes it seem like, no, this is just like chill until you like, I remember an uh, article asked you to replace it with another word, like replace disabled with racialized. Mm -hmm. Like if you are black, you were allowed to request for me. And I'm like, yeah, brother, what, what the fuck? Yeah. So do you have any notes you have? Well, yeah, I was just going to talk about. So I think right now is how it works with like chronic illness mm. is um, and it's more, I guess. So if you are chronically ill, you have some sort of, you know, compromise disorder or anything else like that, then you can apply for made and potentially get it. And I think like that idea is like how do we define what is healthy? Mm. And I think like in kind of our like Western, like, I don't know, like capitalist society, we think of like if you're not productive, you're almost like not yeah. worth living. And I think that is present here like if you're chronic Ill, chronically ill and like in your mind because you're not productive you can't like afford a house you can't like, like, like benefit to society for, right mm -hmm. so then maid becomes the only option for you because you can't like afford these things that you would usually get if you weren't chronically ill and mm -hmm. i think like it's interesting because maid provides like one of the one of the rules i think they have in is like they have to give you counseling before you choose to die if you are chronically ill or if you're not like imminently going to die mm -hmm. But I think even then, like, if you can't go to counseling because you're so sick that, like, you're not going to die right away, but you can't, like, physically get to counseling or you can't access psychotherapy mm. or whatever it is, then I think, like, is you're still, like, your only option really becomes, like, death. Real. So. But even more, I was reading, it's, like, the intermediary between the access, like, the hospitals and the client is a mm -hmm. psychiatrist. Mm -hmm. Like, I feel like we often try to obscure, like, there are people involved in this process, people yeah. with like implicit biases. What if this person is like doing a half-assed job counseling yeah. and they're just like, hey, that's man. true because not everybody yeah. does their job. You know what I'm saying? At a hundred percent. And I feel yeah. it's important to consider that because I was taking an art history course. You know, my uncle was making fun of me because I was like, <laughs> it is the constructions of race and gender. And already he was like, bro, you know, he was like, yeah. bro. <laughs> uh, but what I took like from that course was like crazy is that there's two models that we can approach um, disability with. Mm -hmm. And it's there's the medical model, which sees disability as something to be fixed, managed, or cured. It focuses on trying to change disabled people rather than the systems or structures, which is like at the heart of made. It's like, mm. rather than make care more available or infrastructure better for those who can't access society as freely or live mm -hmm. as freely or satisfying life, mm -hmm. they're like, okay, we can fix it another way. And then there's the social model, which I think makes sense just from like an intuitive standpoint mm -hmm. where it's you recognize that bodies, like as you said, mm -hmm. come in many shapes, configurations and work in many different ways. Yep. And it's disability is not the onus is not with the person individually, but lies within the society to make it accessible to everybody. You know what I'm saying? Because yeah. yeah. is someone with a wheelchair truly disabled if we just stop making everywhere like stair accessible? Yeah. If we make it like more flat and put ramps in places 
what doesn't make you different from anybody else or make your life harder to live. Yeah. And the saying disability only appears when one encounters a barrier. It is the barriers that produce disability as opposed to the person themselves, which yeah. I feel is like a kind of a new take I think we should take from it. Yeah. I don't know okay. if no, you guys agree. agree or disagree, but I like the social model way more. No, I agree. Well, I, even like in this course I'm taking right now, mental health and um, society, they talk about like how things are coming increasingly medicalized, which means like they're becoming more like of a presence, like something that you wouldn't really consider a medical issue is now becoming a medical issue. So mm-hmm. an example would be like um, if you're grieving, usually it's like a natural process. People go through it. But now it's become like if you grieve too much, you get a pill. And that Real. seems like That's a disease. Yeah. Real. Real. And so I feel like it's kind of what you were touching on where it's like we rely too much, I think, on like psychiatry, kind of these like Amen. these sciences that Amen. like there isn't necessarily like a need i would say to kind of like i guess i was yeah i was just trying to say like i think if you if something is seen as bad only because like doctors have decided that it's bad like it's who mm-hmm. gives like who gives them that authority who Bro, gives the psychiatrist I had that point right that authority, here i was like right? coming back to what you're saying like mm-hmm. those people who like put those things in in place right those bills mm-hmm. right where does their jurisdiction come from like yeah. like you know what i mean yeah. like how do we know we're, they're really qualified to mm-hmm. actually make these bills yeah to say that disabled people are now um qualified for made like where like where did that come from you know what i yeah. mean i guess we don't like they don't really show that to the public mm-hmm. right it's kind of just like oh this is kind of like what it is right now right and people i don't know really know if people really question it like that or mm. people just accept it right and then like, people don't know about this bill that's I what i'm know saying about people <laughs> your story. i was like what what yeah. is this i feel yeah. also not the biggest issue yet like it hasn't been i feel like overused it's just like a potential like it's a gateway yeah. opened up that could yeah. continue to be oh i agree continue well, I to be used it, yeah oh i looked it up and two percent so far um of assisted deaths i think in 2021 were due to those with chronic illnesses who were not actively dying of their condition so mm. when 2023 comes along and that's when they're introducing the mental illness clause um you could have the potential i think they on the website they mentioned like depression and personality disorders specifically mm-hmm. um and you could use that as an argument as to why you'd be applicable for made so mm. Definitely, I think it could increase in the coming years. Yeah, so I guess it becomes like, should MADE be so easily accessible rather than making like therapy more accessible mm-hmm. or just like changing infrastructure? Personally, I don't think it should be accessible regardless of your condition because I feel like I'm not the person who, who has been through like anything, to be honest. I don't really know people who've, real, real, <laughs> who've, real. Have, who've been through like chronic illness, right? But I do think there's value in life mm-hmm. that people just aimlessly throw away just because of like whatever they're going through is too hard right yes there are some people who have like really fucked up illnesses where it's like maybe the only option for them is death that would be make it easier for them but at the same time i feel like like being it easily accessible there should be like a crazy ass process you know what yeah, I mean? it yeah. should be like really hard for you to actually get made i feel like it should be easier to access help that you need yeah. to better yourself yeah than to access an out that's what yeah. i'm saying but then there's another side because you know while we have our side there is a study that was done in ottawa mm. and it, it's actually like discarding um well this isn't this is like a different topic entirely kind of it was talking about does socioeconomic like standing influence like people's choice of made and it says that there is no link between socioeconomic vulnerability and made but it's like a small study study done in ottawa i was like hmm I low-key would question that, but it's like, whatever. Yeah. And it says that the people who um, applied to it had existential distress, mm-hmm. and 50% of them were married, and 85% lived in a private home and were in a high-income neighborhood. And I was like, at that point, I'm not... I wonder if it's because, like, the people who are using... Like, right now, it like they just recently opened up to chronic illness, so mostly it's been people who, like, have ALS, have something that 
they're going to die within like the next year like it's imminent death mm-hmm. i think so far the like, people who live that long tend to probably be like like if if you're old enough to live to die of cancer usually you're probably higher income like you're doing better for yourself mm-hmm. and you're just older naturally so you've accumulated more wealth in your life so i think like when they open up to chronic illness, when they open up like to mental illness later on, like it's interesting. I think that you say like socioeconomic status doesn't matter. So I think right now it hasn't mattered, mm-hmm. but I think when we open it up later on, yeah, to like with how illness, long? Then because, it will matter because mm-hmm. like there's direct correlations between people with schizophrenia and poverty, and same with like things like depression. Like obviously, if you're poor, you can't afford things. You're gonna be mm, depressed, bro. If you so, if you take that anthro <laughs> course, like you're talking about the sex, food, and death, you yeah. find out how critical like poverty is and how yeah. it just like loops everything together you're like wait like the amount of like the one thing was like two things at once like like a like a like it's a double diagnosis like 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 a double oh, um comorbidity yeah co- the comorbidity of like poverty the comorbidity of poverty and like several other illnesses is like just through the roof dude. like like yeah. poverty is like an actual problem yeah i thought stupid like that's obvious i don't no. know I'm like yeah. poverty is a problem guys no. well the way i think about it is like made is almost like a band-aid fix like it's like well why would we give them social systems so instead we'll like give them a way out mm-hmm. which i think maybe it comes from a place of compassion i don't know but i, think, I don't think it does yeah i think what he was telling it, me something else he was like the amount of money mm-hmm. or stuff that would need it to be expended yeah. to fix yeah. the infrastructure in place is more. like yeah like i don't think yeah. it's compassion at all maybe like i don't think so the fact that it was easily accessible like that means that, like there was no compassion for them like they didn't really try to like help them yeah like no. put the, like like what james said put the yeah. systems in place to like actually help them and deal with their problems it was yeah. like all right yo we'll just you know here's made we can't help you yeah but... we can't help you just take it you know so yeah um i don't really think it comes from compassion yeah. in that sense i guess but... like more to clarify like i think i meant like compassion is like i think they like understand that like they're suffering i feel like they think they understand what they're doing they really understand so, like, i don't to think them, they do death is the only way like how many chronically ill people are actually in government right now like probably no one no i don't think a lot of representation i would say as well so it's like i think they don't under like i think maybe to them in their minds they're like the only alternative being chronically ill is death so that's why Mm. we don't have the support systems for them but what about the people who are actually like actively who are seeking made yeah i guess it depends on like like what kind of people do you mean like Like, people who are let's say somebody who's like going through like crazy depression like his life is shit that, that I would point. obviously be not like I think that's different. So so, so would you try and help that person? Support systems, yeah, of course. Yeah, definitely. Well, was they're actively going up to you and they're saying like, but like I want to die. Like I've done everything I could in my life, and it was just. I like, don't terrible. think I don't. Here's what I think. Here's what I think. This may be sound like kind of stupid, but I feel like you're not always in your right right mind when you say something. If that makes any sense, mm-hmm. and you can't always, you know, what I'm saying like whenever someone makes a decision like medically they have to be like that word is like you have to be like conscious or whatever it is like you have to be yeah. like, in a clear like state of mind mm-hmm. and i feel like if bro is like i want to end it all and he's depressed well no shit it's like i feel like you should give that person still a chance to life as opposed yeah. to being like no you're right you're spitting right now because mm-hmm. that's how their brain is going to think they can't yeah. change their thoughts they literally have you literally can't think of anything else because that's your mind state right now yeah. but let it pass and sleep and you're like i was saying that it's important to like I feel like be involved or pay attention to bills that are passed Mm -hmm. that involve a lot of people or to at least take more um, of an interest in public policy. Mm. Because I remember I was talking to my dad about the housing crisis in Toronto. And I feel like a lot of our parents, I don't know if we might be the same way when we grow Mm -hmm. up, but he was kind of like, he didn't care. Like he he, he felt like I was naive for trying to think, oh, the housing crisis is caused by this. Like I wrote a whole paper on like, the treating of housing as commodity as opposed mm-hmm. to a living space, like real estate investors trying to make money off of 
the actual houses as opposed to like giving people accessible spaces yeah. is what's causing this crisis. And he's like, okay, and so what? Like, there's opportunity there. And I'm just like, brother, like, why are you framing it like that? He's like, he's like, you have to understand, like, you have to look out for yourself first. Are you going to like try and make the world a better place like that? You're trying to give yeah. everybody free housing, you're going to lower your rates of rent because you see people suffering. And I'm just like, I don't understand like what you're trying to so say, wait, but wait, I was like, wait, wait, I'm confused. So wait, he was trying to say like, he's trying to be like, worry about your own self. Like don't be having mm-hmm. these grandiose ideas about improving society. He felt it was naive to be thinking about other people and their problems in the rent, like housing crisis and to worry more about myself. And I was like, but see, that's I, the kind of advice parents will be giving their children. I understand where he's coming from because he just wants the best for you. And sometimes mm. when you like, Try to help up too many people and you can't help yourself. Real. You put yourself in a even a bad in situation, a right? Yeah. So when he says that, I like I understand it's like he's not saying it maybe because he's not like empathetic, but it's like, mm. hey man, like can like I know it's like a crazy world out there, right? There's so much bad things going on, but at the same time, you do have to help Real. yourself, right? Yeah. Hey man. So like hey man. But, but at the same time, like I feel like you should have like articulated like, his I don't know, yeah. man. I just feel like just kind of cringe to like whatever. Yeah, you know what no, I'm saying? I get like, it. If we all take that attitude, let's all take the help yourself first attitude and let's see where that gets us as society. That's it, all it, I'm saying. It. It's brought us situations like made where people That's who are mentally ill the hey can potentially have access. But you know what? Let's just, you know, I'll be quiet. <laughs> I'll be quiet. You know, maybe I'm not critically thinking. If more of us had that helping hand attitude, mm. right? Um, I feel like there would be differences just in our capitalist society, right? It's like everybody just kind of wants to... Like make money. That like make money, like, be their own yeah, boss, and yeah. just like be independent. Be independent. Yeah, it's yeah. So individualistic. The, 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 like the the idea of like a holistic or like dependent community yeah. is, is outdated. Yeah. And like after reading Made, my first thought was like to volunteer. Yeah. For like an old home or just go mm-hmm. somewhere where I can like mm-hmm. actually like, do something or just like help a bit more. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I don't know. That's what I'm thinking. Yeah. Like that's the only like practical way to contribute to making stuff more accessible. Yeah, yeah that makes sense. I was just thinking like I think like Made legislation as it be kind of. It almost seems like they keep like expanding it to include more people. Mm. And I think like that kind of shows like what value we place on life and what value we place on like non-normative life. Like if you don't follow like what we traditionally consider like a successful life, a healthy life, anything like that. Like I think um, at the end of the day, like we don't really know what's going to happen. I think like what what does it mean to be normal essentially is I guess is what I'm asking. And like for someone to die because they don't follow maybe what we classified as healthy, what we classified as like um like a good body a good mental state like mm-hmm. i don't know do they should they be given access should the suggestion be for them to die i guess like should no, that be there for them it doesn't so. seem like it doesn't really seem fair i don't know i don't know what word i would use to not fair is fair i feel like fair is a good term like it's not, i feel like but fair people be like what does fair really mean yeah so, yeah, like, yeah. By ambiguity but let's think about that it's a good let's think <laughs> on food those words that's food for thought <laughs> you have anything else you want to say or um i feel like we can even tie this kind of in our culture right mm. where <laughs> if you were to tell your parents that that's crazy yo if you just tell your parents you're trying to like end your life they would like i don't even know what my dad would do to me my dad would look at me like i'll, I'll be crazy he'd be like, he'd like you're so funny yeah <laughs> like, this and, is a good stand and he'd be like what yeah he'd like, nah. and then um i mean my parents were like just in africa too like it's seen as like take like taking the easy way out in life yeah right mm-hmm. it's seen as like such a big thing like like that's yeah. bad it's a yeah. sin or whatever but you can see here the western area um it's more accessible and i feel yeah. like i feel like the, the values in in africa and in other parts of society we should incorporate we can incorporate here. here because i feel mm. like it's no but no 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 just like in those like in terms of like life like helping people like, like the value of life and value, value of life right things like that because i wouldn't say it's helping people what i would say yeah. is i feel like 
it's not so much helping causing someone to prolong their life mm-hmm. when they claim they're suffering or prolonging someone's life without providing any meaningful assistance mm-hmm. is what i'd say it's more accurate it's more like closer to yeah than, like helping someone if that makes any sense okay like, it'd be more like no it is a like don't kill yourself we're not gonna help you but like don't, don't kill, kill yourself you. i feel like is what it would be mm-hmm. more like like it's a sin like because it's considered good to like suffer in a sense like yeah it's kind of, it like shows that you're enduring like god will provide there will be better mm-hmm. after you know what i'm mm-hmm. saying and that's the attitude that's adopted and maybe we, we could benefit from taking that it's good to suffer I don't know. sometimes i don't, <laughs> I don't know. know i i feel like if you have cancer and it's stage four maybe you've like, suffered I've enough never been i don't pain know like no, that. No, so who no, no, fucking no, say no, that I'm not, through cancer. yeah, like, yeah I, cancer I don't know shit. like i don't know Half of the thing, even like ninety percent of what people That's go what through. I'm you know what I mean? So, so. I, I, like I can't be the one to ever say like I can't understand someone's pain stuff and tell them, yeah. no, it'll pass, brother. You should do more in society to like help people and make it not as easily accessible yeah. to um, different different groups of people. And just be careful where we expand made into. Like, yeah. why are we expanding it into? psychological disorders i don't quite see how yeah, that that's crazy. is compatible that's crazy. with that's the whole crazy. point like, what, of what would be next like i feel like there's just like you go down the hierarchy and they just be like hmm, yeah what you <laughs> what's that fallacy called from argumentation do you remember it was like oh the slippery slope oh yeah, is that, yeah. Like, what's next women <laughs> we don't know yeah. please no i love women and i would hate that you love women huh yeah <laughs> um, <laughs> um this is, this is, it. This is good um we already wrapped it up, right? Yeah, I guess yeah. so. Fuck it. Oh. Okay. Just end? I feel like we're allowed to end. Yeah, we're just someone comes this far, like, yeah. fuck it. They didn't want to close it. Yeah. Um, all right, guys. Yeah. This is um, episode 10. If you guys enjoyed it, please like, comment, subscribe. Turn on the post notifications for more content. If you have any questions or thoughts, leave it in the comments below. We'll definitely check it out. Yeah. Um, we'll catch you guys next time. And say thanks to Maddie. Thanks, Maddie. No problem. <laughs> all right. Let's.